The world of creating Kevin Touch around the world. We are back with episode three of Culture Shock. Before we begin, we'd like to say shout out to everybody who's been listening on our first two episodes. Shout out to big, big time shout out for calling in on discrimination. Okay, gang, welcome to the show, man. How you feeling? Hey, what's up, KT? I'm feeling great, man. Good to be here. Uh, episode three, Culture Shock. I'm loving it, man. Having a blast. Let's get it. Let's get it for sure. And you guys know, as always, we got a nice format for you guys. This one's going to be interesting. Have we visited our homelands? What happened? And more of the insight and scoop of our vacations to space. All right, Lucky, I know you've been there in Lebanon. Let's hear it. Yeah, so um, I first visited Lebanon at the age of 12. Um, I think that was around 1997. And uh, that was my very first time, super young. And those were my formative years. And I actually ended up spending a lot of time there. It was about 90 days. It was a big trip. And I stayed with uh, my family. And I was really just all around uh, so much culture at the same time. I think that was really a culture shock uh, for me, so to speak. And uh, just from a language perspective and a lifestyle perspective, it really opened my eyes to sort of, you know, the second half of me as to where I'm from. And I think largely, you know, who I am today is is due to those years. And um, that happened. And then afterwards, I kind of kept going and I... I um, I graduated university and then in and then in 2009 when I started working and had my own money and I uh, said you know what I'm gonna pick up and go on my own I actually went on my own and uh, I really kind of had my own agenda my own travel schedule and everything I, I kind of wanted to break away from from just sort of that that family circle that you know, is always hosting you whenever you go back home, which is great, but I really wanted to explore and break free a little bit. So I did that in 09. And then um, I went again in November of 2016. And then again, just this last summer. So I've been a few times so far. And every time I always made sure to sort of experience something different and just shed a different light on on uh, Lebanon because it has although it's such a small country and geographically very unassuming there it, there's so much that it has to offer and every time I went it was sort of like a brand new chapter a brand new experience very, very little uh, repetition so that and and now I'm at a point where if I have the time I'm heading right back over there. Um, I've, I've traveled to other countries before, and I, and I love to experience other cultures and, and go through different uh, environments. But now I'm at a point where I feel like I've just lost so much time and, and I have so much making up to do that if ever I do have time, I'm going straight back to Lebanon because I know that there's something new for me to experience every time. Awesome, bro. You know, and that's the great thing about culture, especially your homeland, your, you know, in my case, you know, just the part of nationality that I am. It's, an, it's almost like every opportunity, you never know when's your last chance. So you got to make the most of it and just to see the other cultures of the world and especially, you know, places you're kind of familiar with in Lebanon. It just feels good. It feels like you're at home. Not bad. Yeah. So no worries. So what about you, man? I know that uh, you got some Italian and some Thai in you. Uh, what, what, what have your experiences been like? Yeah. Uh, so I'll start with the, the easy one. Anyway, one second, buddy. Busy man. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm Hello? Uh, hang up on me. It's fun. Anyway, uh, <laughs> a lot 
five people, five call right there, people. But uh, no, no, honestly, uh, Italy was quick. It was a 2015. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Touch is a very busy man, and if you're trying to reach him, uh, definitely do so because he will definitely pick up, even uh, even if he's on a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, That's okay, man. So for everybody uh, listening here, uh, this is your boy Lucky Loosh coming through with another culture shock with my man KT and uh, just waiting for him to get back from the phone. He is, as I said, a very popular guy, I noticed. Well, I'm back. That was uh, my, uh, my bad. Uh, things are happening uh, very quick here, but uh, we're back. So we'll go to the Italy, uh, Italy side really quick. Uh, the Italy side... It was only five days. It was a, a was on a tour of Europe, the very um, you know easy tour of Europe, and it was it. I went to Rome, all, all, all like Rome, you know, Venice, all that places, and I realized that I didn't seem like it was. It was kind of over hustle and bustle. It just flew. I think the problem was I was having so much fun there. I was, you know, just listening to the culture. We had a tour guide and everything, and I realized, wow. I, I got to come back here by myself, my family one day, instead of a tour, and it just it just happens. But that was it. We went to where did we go to? Oh, but the, the Colosseum. That was the place that really stood out to me. It was just like just see the old ancient Colosseum. You know, you can mm. see, it's easy to see on TV, but right here it it just blew me away, and especially just the city of Rome blew me away. And then the Thai side, I've been there. Oh, geez, I mean, a good six, seven times. I mean, I started when I was young, like three years old, back in 2000, 2001. And I, I was like, I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I wasn't coherent at the time. Right. But, but at the same time, uh, when I got, well, I think my first real trip, I was really coherent was 2009 when I was, you know, you're 12. <laughs> it's interesting. You're 11, 12. And, uh, I started to see more things. I started to see, like, I value the culture more. I, I value just everything in general more when I just, you know, got to that age of 12 and, it was good, and I, I think as I, you know, go through the years of just, you know, going back there, I just went back there literally this summer. Uh, the family side aspect is huge, you know, seeing seeing different things with your family, seeing things that uh, that you never thought you'd expect the first time to go around. It, it, it just really hits you home, and I, I just remember this one, we went to like a, a, a temple, a Buddhist temple, and we were just sitting there, we were going to see the different, you know, landscapes that are growing, things that are happening. And I was wondering, like, uh, what, what, what to do? And I figured, why not take it? It's, it's, it's easy to take a picture, but why not just, just live it? And I think that's the thing about vacation, especially that the Thailand. I figured, instead of just taking the pictures, let's just live it and let's see what happens. Mm. And, if you, and, and if, you could, if you could choose one thing, out of either Italy or Thailand, or if you have one thing that beats, you know, uh, one country over the other, one lifestyle observation that you made over there that really culture shocked you, if you will, um, and really and was and was really um, sort of really changed sort of your 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 um, your your view on 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 that country prior to you visiting it. What what was what's your favorite lifestyle aspect of of either culture that you visited? Yeah, that's a good question. The Thai culture, it, it's very relaxed. Honestly, they're both relaxed, but here's the difference: Thai culture is relaxed with the people. I feel like I feel like 
just the openness, the smile, the openness at a market. It just really hit me as, you know, chill. It, the vibe was chill. It just, it just was very intriguing to me. And then as far as the Italy culture, that, that was like, you know, you, have, you, you kind of had the hustle and bustle in the morning. And then they would get around, I don't know, 12, 1, 2. It's just done. It's just like a siesta. And to me, it felt like the city was just, it was just like the city room. Like, wow, it's so quiet out here. You could drop a penny. I mean, I mean, it, you know, it, you got the cars and whatnot. But it, it was just quiet, like on the streets, the actual streets. And I realized that it's kind of like a break day and the more Italian side is more of the break type things. And then the Thai side just every day is smile, happy, smile, happy. And I'm like, it's hard to, it's hard to pick which one I prefer. Either one works with me. I guess the only difference is I'm not a big time fan of eating dinner around six, seven. I like to eat dinner four, three. I picked the the Thai side for dinner, but then if we have to just go have a relaxed, you know, afternoon and you know in the city by yourself, I'll take the Italy side. It's a it's a very interesting duo, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a good mix, though. For sure. How about you, my man? Um, for me, I think the 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 most eye opening sort of cultural aspect that I that I really attached with the most was um, probably you know I'm. You may or may not know this, but like I'm really fascinated with with time and how people choose yeah. to to spend it. And I know that in Lebanon, just because of sort of the, the dark past that they've had and a lot of the struggles that people have been through. Like I, I told you, my first time was in '97. There had been a conflict in '96, and then the second time I went was in '09. Well, there had been a huge war um, in 2006. And now when I had gone in 2017, obviously Lebanon was dealing with its fight um, against ISIS with, 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 its, um, with, with its allies. And so every time I went, I always went post-conflict and I, and I always experienced the lifestyle of the people and the resilience of the people and just how they choose to live on a daily basis uh, as though you know, they may not, you know, see tomorrow or they may not see the next week and whatnot. And that to me was really eye-opening because here in Canada, we're in it for the for the long game, you know, like here we, we think about uh, uh, 30 years from now, 20 years from now, everybody has sort of a pension and we want to have kids and we want to kind of just take this really slow and steady uh, uh, approach. Whereas over there, yeah, life is really in the fast lane and if you want to eat you order food or if you want to go out you go out till four in the morning if you want a car you buy the best car that you can that you can afford you want to dress you dress well and so to me just the quality of of everyday life and and just the way people uh appreciate the time that they have really really stuck with me and i was able to bring that back here with me to canada and just you know adapt it to my own life and it's 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 it, it's a healthy balance between, you know, thinking long term about you know my uh, the the my my career or my life or my family and whatnot, but also making sure that every day is spent you know with smiles and connecting with people and just appreciating what we have uh, in this moment. Yeah, that that's the great thing. Sometimes in the moment, sometimes you get the moment of like, wow, I'm back here, you know, I'm back home, or. It seems like it's, it's almost like you want to have that moment sometimes. Just it's my time. I want to, you know, get in all the sights. But sometimes it's just a moment. Sometimes you're like, wow, there's so much to see because it's such a limited opportunity when you go on vacation. You know, I mean, obviously you would love to stay there, I'm sure, longer. 
but sometimes you can't and you're like, all right, I got to make the most of it. And just the moment when it happens, it's like, it's refreshing. And that the lifestyle aspect, yeah, that's important. I mean, it's very, it's too different. You see, you guys are saying like more until beforehand, you, you order out and whatnot, or, you know, go out to eat. Uh, over there in Thailand, it's, it's, it's almost recommended you buy foods that I can understand because if you just spend the amount of money on the groceries, it's almost just like spending a day at the market. It's crazy, but that's how it is, I see. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's, it's really just a matter of, you know, taking, taking whatever, whatever it is that, that, that you love and you appreciate from, from that side of the world and trying to bring it back in a way that you can kind of apply on a daily basis, I think is really the, the essence of, of, of multiculturalism and just making sure that you stay true to who you are, like whether your identity has multiple angles, like in your case or in my case where it's just sort of uh, two places you know, just trying to take the best and apply it uh, every single day, and making sure that uh, making sure that you're not uh, you're not losing any of, of those traditions and cultures uh, in the process. That's it. I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to lose what you started with. That's a great point because you know sometimes uh, you know you can't look at it. you have to look at it two different ways. You have to be like, okay, where and when. It's kind of like where. Where the where the light takes you on a vacation, you don't know. But when you take that light in the vacation, and you don't lose those morals, you try to bring it back home, and you can just take a little piece of something like a little like a little theme of the vacation, whether it be patience or you know just a good time or spend it. You try to you know just bring it back, and that's the most important thing, I think. You know. Yeah, and like you know, like I said, like. I remember, I think it was in the first episode, I was just talking about the Lebanese culture in general and just how extroverted it is. And being such a big extrovert myself, like I really associated with that, with that side of, uh, of the culture. And, you know, there, it, it was really, it's really a blast for me to enjoy. And so you take that and, and everything happens, you know, as a family or as a community. And the lifestyle there is very inclusive where it's like, you know, if we're eating, like you never eat alone, for instance, it's always um, with family or with the neighbor or afterwards for coffee and everybody just is always surrounded by one another. Uh, and it's more of a communal lifestyle, whereas here in Canada, I feel like it's more of an individual lifestyle. It's like every person needs to kind of take care of themselves. The, every person here is, 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 is responsible for, you know, obviously their own actions, but you don't really look to your left or to your right too often here. Everybody's on their own path. Whereas in Lebanon, it's like we're, we're, we're all in this sort of together and we're a community and everybody kind of takes care of one another, especially in the neighborhood and during special events or, you know, like a wedding, for instance. Yeah. A wedding here is, is, is very formal. It's very structured. You have your invites. You have your R, RSVPs and, and whatnot. But in Lebanon, the weddings are outdoor and – um, well, because of the weather, obviously, is always good there. But um, the whole neighborhood gets involved. The whole community gets involved. Everybody just kind of shows up and has a great time. And, and it's not as uh, structured as here. Well, that, that's the great thing, I think. You know, when you don't – here is just more, you know, I've been to a couple of ways. It's kind of whatever. But over there, sometimes structure is good. You know, I think when you look at structure – and just the fact that you can have structure and have a good time both at the same time, you feel more of the more of the empathy and the more empathetical side with the pride of the host or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. And it just feels like you're at home. I think that's that's the message that 
we, we got to love. You know, I think when you're at home and you can make every moment on a vacation, you're like at home and you can have the same things. And then maybe even when say you host, a, if you host something, that, I'll tell you a little story about the Thai story here. So we, we care about hospitality over there. It's funny because we, every time someone gives us a gift, uh, let's say it's like a fruit basket, right? Well, for some reason, we got to give them fruit basket. And then they're, they're happy about that. So they give us a fruit basket. And we get, we get the cycle. But we won't never stop until we get the right back. And it never happens. So we care so much about the hospitality. And we're like, all right, we got to make you feel unwelcome. So it's just like a, like a, a war of fruit baskets. I mean, or, or, or whatever. But it's, it's all good fun. Uh, you know, I think, I think it's better to have that than a war of actual, you know, words. So I think, I think just being at home and have a hospitality type feel will, will make a, will make good deal in my opinion. Yes, sir. I agree. I mean, I'll, I would take a fruit basket war uh, any day of the week. Oh man, that's great. But uh, in all seriousness, but uh, so we move on to this next question here. Also on uh, question three is the international, this is the last thing we're going to talk about is the international mindset just slash your life different from the Western culture in Lebanon to here. Mm. Uh, the mindset. That's a really good question. Um, I think that the, yes, I think that it is. I mean, obviously there's some, so there's a, there's a large Western influence in Lebanon, you know, especially being one of the more modern um, countries in the Middle East, there is a large influence, but in terms of the mindset, um, yeah, that you know there is a there is a big difference because, as I mentioned before, when you're when you're when 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 you or the generations before you have gone through so much trials and tribulations and 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 quite a bit of conflict just by virtue of of where you are in, in the area and, and in the world geographically, um, that kind of changes your your outlook on how you treat people and, and how you conduct yourself in the community or how you want to live your life. And there are a lot of values here. There's a lot of Western values that, you know, the Lebanese people can learn from for sure. But at the same time, it's uh, whatever, whatever works for them for, for the moment. And, and it's an, and it's an evolving thing, right? Like you can't just say, well, that's just the way it is over there and it's never going to change. It's sort of like, no, when I, for instance, when I was, there in 97, um, the French was the dominant language right after Arabic. But now after going almost 10 years later, or no, uh, 20 years later, rather, I noticed that English is the, uh, is, is the more dominant language right after Arabic. And so, you know, you kind of have this, this, uh, this fusion, if you will, this cultural fusion. And if you go, if ever you do go to Lebanon, you'll realize that really quickly, especially if you go out during the nightlife or you hit up the beaches or you just go to the restaurants and you and you see sort of how people live and they and they experience things. You, you'll see there's a lot more commonalities than you think. But, you know, being so far away geographically and especially with the media and then everything you hear on TV, it's really hard to connect those dots but nothing beats just taking, you know, packing up a bag, taking a trip and going to see for yourself. And every time I've been, I've been pleasantly surprised. Every time I visited a country other than Lebanon, I've been presently, pleasantly surprised because I've only ever focused on the commonalities, but also celebrated the differences at the same time.
That's awesome, man. Because you, if you can, I think we talked about this last week, kind of be open-minded, I think. And just to celebrate both the common aspect of just cultures and whatnot and mind to the differences, it'll make you a better person, too, just to know that you can do the same thing and anyone can have that mindset of, all right, it may be different, but we can, we can adapt to it. And uh, just on my side here, yeah, that's something I've, I've actually, from the first time I went, it was more strictly, you know, more family life, more of that. But then as, we, as I've gone on, you know, since like the, the latest time, 2017, I noticed a lot more tourists are, are coming in from different parts of the world to be interested in the Thai culture. Uh, there was a lot of European influence where I was staying at, like down the beach area back in July. And I haven't just, it was just unusual. More tours are going down to this one beach. We were in a beach house. I remember when it was like a, a whole group of Europeans coming down. And it, it made me think like, wow, you know what? A lot of these people, they may not know, you know, this, they may not ever see this place again, you know, because it's just, it's just the fact that it, it's such a interesting place, Thailand. And they might think, eh, is, it, is it for them? But the fact that they got to experience that, I think the experience factor is, is a commonality. You know, in, in what would be the Western culture, just your culture, the experience. I think if you can just have the experience of a lifetime for once, and if it doesn't have to be again, if you can just say, I went there one time, it can gain some type of value going back to Europe or going back to a certain place. And, you know, and if you can even see the different lifestyle, you try to, you know, not promote it, but just try to hone in on that and make it more of your own and maybe learn a spiritual way, you'll have more of the effect. So really kind of the same sentiment. It's just crazy to think, though, that when you go to a different culture, you have so much to learn. And sometimes you feel like you have not so much time to get, get what you're done because the days fly and it's not your homeland sometimes, but it's always, good. Yeah. It, 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 it's always good to find the, the happy medium. And I think if you could kind of have that mindset of I'm open mind to anything, you'll be in good shape. Well said, my man. All right. All right, guys, we're going to end it right there. Uh, we I, first off, I like to apologize for all the stuff that was going behind the scenes. <laughs> I am a guy. I'm sure Lucky Gang knows that. Uh, but anyway, guys, just a question out there for you guys is: uh, just what's your mindset and, and, and what's your home? I want to see those flags repping as always. And before we go, as always, Lucky Gang, take it away. Hey, thank you guys, man. Thank you, Kevin Touch. As always, I'm having a blast. Can't wait to hear your answers, guys. And if you want, not only show us your flags and where you're from, but tell us what's the one thing you love so much about your culture. And it can be from anywhere. It doesn't be outside of Western Canada. It could be American culture, Canadian culture. Tell us the one thing that you love the most. For me, in my case, uh, I would have to say it's the music, the Arabic music. That always gets me going. I can sleep to it. I can dance to it. I can do whatever. Um, KT, what's, what's the one thing that you love the most? Uh, the Thai culture? Uh, probably just the serenity of the people. I think I just love the, the energy of the people and just the fact that you can just go to one of these people, have a great time, spend time with good quality people, and just feel just feel alive. That's, that's the, just the feeling alive, you know? There you go, my man. All right, guys. That's it for this week's episode of Culture Shot, episode three. Stay tuned next week, episode four, 130. You already know. Take it easy, lucky gang. Later, brother. Lucky gang. Let's get it.